0: Thank you guys for tuning in to Doe Vision and Spins Podcast. It's your boy, Frank Nini. I'm back for another episode. I want to say thank you guys for checking out this podcast and giving me an opportunity to share with you my thoughts and my opinion on what's going on in our world, what's going on in our culture. Man, it's been a hell of a week. You know, we've been doing great things. Uh, the podcast has been jumping. You know, I've been wanting to say thank you to everybody who's been listening to the the, uh, the Snowfall series. Man, it's been great. Been wrapping up with my guy, Wallace, Man. And so I've been doing that. Um, along with the podcast, the regular series podcast. And so any anybody who's been listening to that, I want to say thank you to that. Keep listening. If you are a fan of the show, please, you know what I'm saying, lock in with me, tap in with me. Let's do it. Let's talk about it, man, because I want to see who's out there listening to it and, and watching it because I want to interact with you guys. So if you are watching it and you and you do want to talk about it, tap in with me, send me an email, DM me, however you want to get in contact with me because i love to talk to you about it. I got a few topics I want to talk to you guys about this week, man. I'm pretty excited about this episode, man. This week has been like a hell of a week of a lot of stuff been going on. So with that, I want to say go ahead and kick the podcast off, man. Grab your lighters, pull up. If you're at the gym, you're in the car, turn me up. Let's get it. Thank you guys for sticking around to the Dope Viz Experience Podcast. This is your boy, Frank Nitty. Man, I want to go ahead and kick this one off talking about, man, big stimmy time, man. If you guys have been thinking about it, been wondering where them, stim- them stimulus check at, they on the way, man. It's like AD, it's on the way. Moneybag Joe came through in the clutch for the folks, man. You know, these people have been looking forward to these stimulus checks, the, the payments, the, the $1.9 trillion COVID relief pack has been signed, sealed, and delivered you know, it's gonna be up to $1,400 per person and including dependents. So if you have two children, you get up to $5,600. 6, $5, so this is gonna be something that can really help out a family, can boost things. I know it's been a tough time, tough sledding that's been going on throughout our country because, you know, we did have the, the the snowstorm that hit the South, you know, but things are starting to kind of get back on their feet. You know, the weather's starting to change. You know, they, the, the Texas state as a whole has started to mandate, you know, the opening of the, of the state with no mask, along with, you know, you, know, you have Mississippi and other states and other other states are starting to open up a little bit, a little bit as well. And they're starting to roll back those, you know, restrictions and allowing you to go into restaurants and things like that. But Texas, they've already mandated, hey, you're not going to have to wear a mask out in, in the public anymore. So this is going to be something good for people to kind of start back moving around. Coming along with the stimulus checks, they'll be able to kind of get back out, kind of kind of get back to some kind of normalcy, especially with some of the people who have been taking the shots and things like that. You know, you kind of take it at your own risk, but they're looking to try to have things back somewhere to normal by July. They want to have 4th of July back going. So roughly 90 percent of American households will be eligible. Individuals who earn at least 80000 a year or adjusted gross income, Here's a household who earn at least 120000 and married couples who earn at least 160000 will be completely cut off from the third round of stimulus checks regardless of how many children you have. Like, they don't give a shit about the middle class people. They don't care about them. They're like, hey, if you got, make $120, $160, we don't care about you and what you're doing, you're able to support yourself. We're more or less going to take care of people who are making a little bit less. And if they are, we're going to try to do what we can to kind of get the stimulus checks out. And I hope that that the people who really actually need it get it this time because I know there have been some people who actually didn't get it in the second round or didn't get it the first round and they're looking forward to getting it this this time around. You know, $1,400, it can do something for a family that really has been in need. Especially if you have a couple of kids and you kind of been struggling to pay bills, you've been kind of struggling to put food on the table, and then all of a sudden, you know, a nice boost comes through for a couple of kids, along with yourself and family members in the house. that can kind of give a boost to the family, you know, to kind of catch up on your bills, but more or less your food. You want to be able to uh, get, put food on the table, you know, you want to have full bellies. Nobody want to be hungry each and every day trying to figure out where the meal is going to come, come from, leaning on other family members. You just want to be able to take care of yourself. That's what we as human beings want to be able to do. So if you are, have been looking forward to it, it's on the way. It should be dropping in a few days that, you know, it's probably going to take some time. So if you were a person who filed your taxes and you have it, you know, electronically uh, deposited into your accounts, you should get it fairly quickly is what they're saying. But if you are a person who had to do the paper checks, it's probably going to take a little while or prepaid checks or however you file your taxes. Because I think that's how they're going to base it off how, you, how your last uh, filed taxes um, went about. So if you did electronic deposit with your last taxes, it should come directly to your your um, deposit to your account. But if you did the paper checks, it's gonna take a while like anything else. And, and of course, this might it may, you know, I'm not I'm not I'm not official on this, so I don't know the exact days is gonna show up, but that's what they're saying a couple of days. But you know, you have to give it some time as well because it is tax season, so they're gonna be overwhelmed with just you know getting the taxes, filing taxes and things like that. So it's just gonna be a little bit of time to get to you. So you know, just continue to be patient. But they say it's on the way. Money money bag Joe. He came through for, it. you know, he talked about, you know, setting it up for the people. You know, he talked about getting it getting to get out to the people. He wanted to get out as quickly as possible. Um, they, they went back and forth about the money. And then all of a sudden now it's, it's signed, it's sealed, delivered, and it's on the way. So I want you guys to you know, be positive, you know, do something positive with your stimulus checks. If you're a person that is receiving a stimulus check and you are... Um, looking to do something with your money about you know having a, a secondary income this could be your your first investment you know you can use that use that money to invest in your business if it's a t-shirt line if it's flipping flipping clothes flipping furniture i don't you know whatever you whatever the case may be whatever idea that you had this is the opportunity to use your first investment into your into yourself so you want to bet on yourself if you want to do it into some stocks or you want to kind of diversify you want to do something Start, you know, listening to some people, getting some group chats, you know, do some YouTube, and, you know, do your own research, get on Twitter, you know, getting part of some groups, or, you know, if you want to buy a course or something, just do whatever it takes for you to positive. Do something positive with the money. Just don't get the money and go buy crab legs from, you know, your your next, your favorite seafood restaurant spot. You know, I know that's something that we we normally try to do when we first get a big bag. We want to go eat good and do those, eat a good steak and all that good stuff. If you, if you're a meat eater and you want to eat some red meat, you want to go get you a big steak. And if you are, you know, you want to get you some lobster, you want to get you some crab legs, but this time, you know, do something different with it. You know, just don't put it in the bank and just let it sit there and draw no interest. You know, find a way to diversify that money, kind of flip that money can kind of get you started like I said use this as a first investment into your business and bet on yourself and do something positive so that you can look back and say man you know I took my stimulus shake, and I did something great with it and look at my family look at me now so I want you to do something positive with it continue to kind of strive for it. And, and and if you have an opportunity to help someone else and they, they're in need you know if you want to help them please go out and help them so, again, Money Bad Joe came through with the STEMI checks, and I hope you guys or whoever receiving those, I hope it's going to really help you out going forward. I hope that's not going to be the end of the help from the government because they did shut, us, shut the whole entire country down. Nobody was able to go out there and make any money to provide for the families because the main thing people want to do is be able to provide for themselves and their family you know with that I want to continue I want to move on man I want to talk about you know Jay-Z and what happened in this past week you know if you haven't heard Jay-Z sold um last week he sold a part of his 50 uh, 50 of his his ace of spades you know his uh champagne deal over to the Des Hennessy group you know those people bought into 50 to that into his business and so he sold that and then he, he followed up with the next week he come back with another announcement he sold um title to Square Jack Dorsey the owner of Twitter bought a percentage of square and what the big thing about this is you know he he has he easily bought that a while back he bought he bought into this company he didn't he didn't create title but he bought title you know he bought into the partnership back in 2015 for 56 million and then he sold uh percent of the business to sprint and uh for 200 million in 2017 so he flipped the business as soon as he got in and then he held on for a little while longer and then in 2021 he sold it for 297 million to Jack Dorsey, the creator of Square and the creator and the CEO of, of uh, Twitter. So one of those things that he's doing is he's actually diversifying himself and he's spreading his wealth out. And sometimes we just don't know the bigger picture that he's doing and why he's making these deals and why he's moving things around. You know, it's, it's he's always been about, you know, trying to make sure that the artists are are paid well. And one of the big things he, he wanted to do is, you know, he brought on the people that, you know, the users like Kanye, Nicki, Madonna, Wayne, Cole, Coldplay, uh, Chris Martin. Um, Butler, Regine, Rihanna, you know, Daft Punt and many others, and they actually have a portion in the company as well. So he didn't only just sell it. He actually, uh, the ownerships who had that money that they got an opportunity to boost their net worth as well. So he's actually making those individuals money because when he brought into the title, he brought them on and brought them a little small share of the company. No matter if it's a 0.23% share, you still get that, you get a residual of that, of that sale as well. So he actually made the people who were invested in him some money. So I was wondering, like, why would why would Jay all of a sudden sell Title? Because Title has been known to be one of the better platforms as far as artists. You know, a lot of people are probably they say a lot of they probably don't have the many streamers as like Spotify or you know Apple or things like that. And the reason why I say that is because those other platforms they don't pay out when it comes to royalty as much as Title does. So I don't know why artists don't really promote Title as much. I don't know if they just care because they don't have Title doesn't have the listeners. Or they just don't want to rock with Jay Z. I'm not sure what the what the what the reason is, but title does pay out more. It has been said that title pays out more, and it's shown title has paid out more when it comes to royalties. But I was running to myself like, why would why would Jay sell it to Jack Dorsey, and why would Jack Dorsey wants to want to buy into title? He's not in the, he's not in the streaming business for music because we all know music is one of those tough businesses that that doesn't really make a ton of money for people who are like in the tech industry. But everything has become tech. So I was thinking like, why Why would he want to, but with this big thing that's going on now, with NFTs, with his non-fungible tokens, this allows artists to be able to uh, change the landscape on how artists are paid because they're no longer. I don't think they would have to go through all these streaming services to try to get their music out to people. Yeah, you probably have to still use it as a tool to get your music out to people, but when it comes to you know selling your music, you can do it directly from like a website or you upload it to one of the one of the sites. Like I'm still I'm still fairly new on this NFTs because that's the hot thing that's going on around this cryptocurrency thing. I'm gonna do a little bit more deep dive on that later at a later date when I when I have more of a full grasp and full understanding of it. But at the, at the moment, I think what they're doing is they're trying to position themselves um, in the forefront of this cryptocurrency with a non-fungible token that would allow artists to be able to you know, upload their music to that and then resell their music. And then not necessarily, re- and, and not necessarily just resell it that one time, they can continue to make residual sales every time the music is sold going forward. Because with the NFTs you can kind of put it on the platform and anytime you sell it and then it goes beyond your sale if they, if that person sell it then you can get a residual income from that sale as, as well. If you want to set it to 10% 20%, 30%, whatever you want to set it as, you're gonna always receive residual income from that token or from that artwork that you created in the future. So instead of having to go through all these DSPs to try to get your money back after it's been you know the radio spin your record or it spins on some sort of platform like you know Apple or Spotify or Google Play and all these other platforms, and then you have to figure out how much is how much you are how many times your, your record has spin or how many times it's it played on that platform, and then they come back and tell you how much you going to get after it goes through the hands of the people you signed to like a safety instance you signed to someone like you know Rockefeller or you know any of these other you know publishing deals or any of these other things however you know i'm not the biggest music guru as far as when it comes down to how all this, this money is paid out for all these different artists i know you signed to a label and then your money comes through them they front you the money and then when they started seeing the residuals they cut you a check after the fact so you probably don't even see a check a lot of the times so in order to do that they cut out the middleman with these nfts and I think that's where things are going. You know, this is where the music in, mu- music industry is gonna end up going in the future. And I see think Jay and, and Jack Dorsey sees that because they've already kind of uh, 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 hedged their bets. You know, they put 500 bitcoins, which is currently worth 23.6 million into an endowment called uh, B-Trust. And so they've already invested in these things going, they already know um, that this is probably going to be something in the future that we need to be a part of. And they've already kind of uh, positioned themselves to kind of, to to be ahead of the curve. Because with this industry and in the way these cryptocurrencies are moving up and down and kind of volatile, you don't want to be behind the curve. You want to be in front of it so when it does explode you can make the residual income you know in the future off of it because people are still buying bitcoin and we've heard about bitcoin for years you know sometimes it's up sometimes it's down you know but when the person does hit it they hit big on it so with them by already putting that money in you know they've already seen like in certain places like you know africa and nigeria You know nigeria during the time of sars that's the way that the country was trying to shut down the you know the money and how the money was moving around but they couldn't really shut down the cryptocurrency part of it and so what happened was during that time bitcoin was being traded and it became the ubiquitous of of the of the money transfer and that was way ways that they were able to support the movement And so I think, you know, other people have seen how this cryptocurrency is actually is going to be the next wave. So everybody's trying to be a part of everybody's trying to be in front of it. And I think that's why Jay was probably, hey, let let me get a part, be a part of partner with, you know, someone like Jack Dorsey, who has a reach, who has a a bigger platform. And it actually expands and they can actually do different things. And Jay's not not only just doing that for the artists, he's also trying to, you know, he just bought into a, a new company as well which is going to allow you to you know, use your, your platforms that you're already paying for, like your Netflix and you know, these cell phone bills, and it's are going to be able to apply to your credit. So we invested into this company called Perch you know it's a credit app aimed to help minorities boost credit scores by reporting recurring expenses. So again, so those place those things that you're already paying for, you're not being credited for. You make your bill on your pay on your, you make your payment on your your cell phone every month, your Netflix, your Hulu, your Apple services, all these platforms are out there that you are making a, a weekly, I mean say a monthly um, payment on, but it's not counting towards your credit history. Why not? Why, should, why, why aren't these things being counted for? This is a monthly subscription. Why can't I use this towards my, my uh, credit? You know, not only, you know, you, now you just have to worry about, you know, making your credit card payments and things like that. Like, it should be more than that. Like, they are people who have actually cornered the market on credit. You know, you have Experian, you have Equifax, and all these companies have cornered the market on credit, whereas we didn't give them, a, I don't know, at any point did anybody give them the authority to be able to do this almost like how billboard does the radio industry or the music industry like who gave you the authority to say hey i'm going to start watching people's payment history and then i'm going to break it down into a a number but the three of us we're not going to talk we're going to have separate numbers but these numbers are going to be very important to your life and they're going to be very important to your livelihood and the way that you spend your money do you pay people back in time and then they're going to be companies who look towards this look towards us to give them the confirmation that you are a credible person when it comes to credit and lending credit to so you know with him being able to invest in these type of companies um, that's going to be good for a lot of people you know the purse CEO Michael Bridgerton um, and, C- and CTO Aisha Jane co-founded the company and would join forces with credit unions to report reoccurring payments like rent and subscriptions so I may have butchered their names, but you get the premise of what I'm talking about. You know, these are things that Jay-Z are doing. And sometimes we don't quite see the full picture of the things that he's doing because we just see it from a bird's eye view, like, oh man, Jay just went over there, he did this and he did that, he's not supporting this, he's not supporting that. But the bigger picture is, he is helping. This is his way of helping. He's not in the hood, you know, giving you turkeys and you know, handing out barbecue plates and fish plates. That's just not his way of supporting you. He is supporting you from a from a larger grand, a larger scale. You know, you have to have people in these rooms, in these technology, in these techno- technological companies who are you know, speaking for us we're the ones who are jumping on these platforms and we're the ones who are making these platforms blow we're getting them all this excitement we're getting the numbers up and then what happens is we bring our creativity to it and it explodes and then they get ready for the ipo and then they become rich then they become billionaires and we're just using their platforms but they're not having any black people on those boards and not having any black people creating those companies who are becoming billionaires like them So what they want to do they want to continue to create for us and make us consumers and then sell ads to to us from these companies that they make money from so they're, they're almost double dipping on it and they're not creating anything we're the ones creating the content that keeping people on the platforms. We're the ones on these clubhouse apps. We're the ones on Twitter. We're the ones on Facebook. We're the ones on, on Instagram. You know, we're the ones, we're the people who are creating to keep people engaged on these, on these applications, but they're the ones who are making all the money on the back end. You know, yeah, you're making your small, if you are fortunate enough to, you know, monetize your, your social media accounts, yes, that's good, but they're the ones who are monetizing the platform. They're controlling what you see. So we have to have people in those rooms who are who look like us, who speak for us, who are able to you know to make it better for us going forward. And it, and like I said, he just does it from a different he does it from a different angle. Like some of us might not get it, but you sometimes just have to pull back and see it from a from the grander scale. You know, we look at it like, hey, man, Jay ain't out here. He ain't doing this. He ain't doing that. But he is. He's just doing it in his way. You know, everybody have to do it in their way and he's doing it his way. Of course he's making money along the way, but that's a part of being, you know, the, the, the businessman that he is. But he can always be that type of businessman to get the money and go run high and does and don't do anything for you. But if he's doing this for like these NFTs, you know, these non-fungible tokens, this is going to be something for artists that really is going to resonate going forward. Like it's almost going to take us from, we went from, in all my 80s baby. So I had, I came up in the era where we had eight, uh, 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 eight tracks and then we went to, you know, tapes and then we went from tapes to CDs. And when we was on those CDs, we thought that was the best thing ever. And then now they're going to go from CDs to, none, to uh, NFTs where you're going to be able to digitally, digitally, upload it into a uh, one of these particular websites and like i said i'm not i don't have all the knowledge about nfts because it's still new and i would like i said i would do some research on this and i would get more knowledgeable about it but this is just something that's the wave right now you go from the streaming services to the nfts where artists won't even have to go on the streaming service they can just upload their music can you imagine somebody like drake or or travis scott you know making a big release on these one of these nft sites he just put it there and he make it make it you know five dollars or ten dollars for a for the album and then he's able to just resell that over and over and over and then get the get the residuals directly deposited into his accounts and it doesn't have any middleman that's going to be crazy it's going to be crazy for artists to be able to do that because right now artists are already you know they're uploading their music to dsps and they, of course they're probably seeing some residuals but it's being a pre- percentage of it is being taken from you know the streaming services and things like that so it's not necessarily getting all their money back but if you're creating this art you should be able to make money off your art for as long as you live not have to pay this person in perpetuity he's getting a portion of your of your he owns the rights to music that you created he wasn't even there they are owning your music you know a lot of people talking about owning their masters and things like that so when you you sign when you're an up-and-coming rapper you don't have any money and you go to these these big corporations these big signings big deals and they give you some money up front but in in the fine print of it they're not telling you that they're owning the rights to your music you know here going forward you know i I once heard a story that came from corrupt you know corrupt you know we, we grew up on corrupt and for corrupt to have one of the biggest songs of his career he doesn't even own they want to let it let, let him buy it back he can't even buy back the song that's just crazy how, how crazy it is so this song is constantly being played in commercials it's playing on the radio and he, he's not getting any money out of that. he's got any residuals on it he made that music 20 something all years ago and he's not making any money off that record because he doesn't own the rights to it and that's how they do it they give you a little money up front and they eat on the back end when the, when the music start reaping. You know, so these are going to be the opportunities for artists to kind of like you know springboard and do something different to be able to make their money to cut out that middleman. Jay has merged music with apparel, liquor with spears, cellular providers, and so many other ventures. And this is going to help bring in a new way, a new way for artists to get paid. You know, these tokens will allow artists to sell music in exchange for cryptocurrency currency that allows better payouts and allow fans something of value to associate with supporting their favorite artists. so man this is just going to be a something a wave that's going to come that we have to be prepared for and i think that he's already positioned himself to kind of be prepared for that because as you guys may or may not know Last year, Nigerians traded more than 400 million worth of cryptocurrency on a major local crypto exchange. And the country is only second to the U.S. in terms of volume of of Bitcoin traded in the last five years. So one of the main reasons why people like to deal with cryptocurrency is because they rely on them because they offer protection against currency devaluation and for the value of the exchange during cross-border transaction so the value is is more of protection around it when you're you're moving around the country you're moving you're moving money and the value of the dollar doesn't change it just keep it continues to keep its same value no matter where you are and that's sometimes where you know the dollar is worth more here than it is in, su- in certain other countries so if it's all the same no matter where you are that's how it should be when it comes to do it, dealing with these cryptocurrencies so that's why people are a little bit more you know apt to use them more so i think this is going to be our our way of life going forward It just like i said it's just not as it's, it's kind of volatile right now it's not where it needs to be but it's going to it's going to get there because you know with the dollar being you know kind of stable and where it is right now it had to get to this point i'm pretty sure at some point it wasn't it had to get before it was backed by gold and backed by other things it had to be you know unstable and it wasn't reliable at the time and kind of like what cryptocurrency is at That moment, but at some point it's gonna get stable and it's gonna be a way of life going forward for a lot of artists. So, man, shout out to Jay for doing these things and putting putting things in place for these artists and getting those getting that bag for all these other artists who were part of that deal coming in. So he went from 56 million to 200 million to 297 million on this on this title deal, and then it was likely reported that he made maybe like 350 million on the deal when he did with Ace of Spades. So he's been getting to the bag over the past you know five to six years when it comes to some of those deals when it comes to buying title and you know getting into Ace of Spade and, and selling those companies. So he's been getting to it. You got to respect him. You know we just got to continue to look at his blueprint and see how he's going about doing it and mimic it as best we can and keep rocking with him and hopefully he you know does something great for our artists so they can continue to create this great music to kind of give us a soundtrack to our life. With that I'm gonna go ahead and wrap up this segment man I hope you guys continue to rock with me and I see you on the other side. Hey, we're going to take a quick break for our sponsors. I really hope you guys have been digging the Snowfall recap on the Dove Vision Experience podcast, myself along with my boy, Wallace. We hope you keep rocking with us, and we'll see you on the other side. Man, shout out to Squarespace. I use them every single day for my website, for my photography, so I wouldn't I wouldn't promote anything that I wouldn't do myself. Squarespace is trusted by the world's best because it empowers people with creative ideas to succeed. From websites and online stores to marketing tools, analytics, Squarespace is the all-in-one platform to build a beautiful online presence. Squarespace is the leader in the website design stand out online with a professional website, online store, or portfolio. With Squarespace, you can turn any idea into a reality, choose from award-winning templates, customize the design to fit your personal styles and professional needs, drag and drop images onto your site and easily move, add, and delete pages. Easily change front, Colors and page configuration, present your work with professional portfolio designs, display projects in customizable galleries, and password protected pages to share private works with clients. Get 24-7 help from the Squarespace Customer Service Support Team, Unlimited Hosting, Top of the Line Security, and Enterprise Grade Infrastructure. Squarespace is the best place to start an e-commerce brand and grow. Whether you're just getting started or already selling products, Squarespace has everything you need to power your store and grow your business. Your customers can manage their cart and check out easily without leaving the store. Accept payments with Stripe, PayPal, Apple Pay, and Square. Manage local tax rates and shipping costs. Squarespace has marketing tools to help you grow your business and your audience. Drive traffic to your website and measure your success with powerful marketing and analytical tools. Squarespace has integration with all the leading social platforms, so you keep customers up to date with the latest from your website and even buy products directly from Instagram. Highlight important announcements like seasonal sales or holiday hours with intuitive banners and promotions. Analyze and optimize with Squarespace analytics. From a single interface, get insight into your visitors and their behavior, through visual reports covering statistics like page views, conversions, popular content, and more. Squarespace has transparent and affordable domain purchasing, upfront pricing, no hidden fees. If you're not ready to create a website, don't worry. When you register your domain with Squarespace, Squarespace sets up a beautiful spam-free holding page while you finalize your vision. When you're ready to create your beautiful website to promote your business, don't forget about Squarespace. And to support the Doe Vision Experience Podcast and my YouTube channel, you'll first need to click my link in the show notes, save 10% off your subscription of your website, and use my promo code PARTNER10 at checkout. Make sure you use the link in my show notes and put that PARTNER10 in, it's very important. If you're looking to kick off your business and you want to sell merch, if you want to sell t-shirts, hat, cups, or whatever the case may be, and you're not quite sure where to start or how much inventory to, to stash at your house, man, I got a great idea for you. Instead of doing Doing all it let's try something different let's try a print-on-demand company if you're really down for that man check out printful it's a print-on-demand company that makes things a lot easier for you it handles all your shipping handles all your returns all you have to do is upload your design pick out the price that you want and away you go with your marketing again if you're looking for something that's different do print-on-demand instead of having to stash all those t-shirts and all the inventory at your house if this sounds awesome you man click the link in my show notes set up the store and let me know how it goes now let's get back to the show Thank You guys for sticking around to Dove Vision Experience Podcast. Your boy Frank Nitty, man. If you guys are in need of the service that I just mentioned, man, please go out and use it. Make sure you use my code, click on the links in my show notes, and man, get it going. Get your business started. Use them stimmy checks. Let's get it started, man. I want to see your business. Tag me on them, man. But this one, I want to kind of kick it off. I want to talk about you know, I want to congratulate Swiss Beats and Timlin, man, on their sale of verses. If you guys haven't heard, they sold Versus to Trilla, they haven't announced the amount of money that they sold it for. But one of the great things about it, again, they brought 43 artists over and got them a portion of the deal as well you know and what i mean by that is swiss beats and timlin gave them you know equity into the company as well and so when a company goes public they're going to be to reap the rewards of being a part of versus so man, they had to deal where they was doing it on the internet first. They had this, the pandemic got locked down. It's one of the most clever ideas we've seen. We were fiending for some entertainment. These guys got together, they battled each other. They went record for record. And then it just exploded from there. You know, you had you had a million eyeballs through Instagram during a time when the entire world was on lockdown. So we didn't have anything but our phones and social media and our ways to be connected. And they created something out of nothing. They created the platform. They started allowing different artists to go in there and kind of battle each other. And, you know, whenever they put these verses on, we're going to look back at this and we're going to be like, man, wow, we were actually able to see verses kind of pop off when it started, you know, because this was not even thought of until the until the pandemic happened. And so we're going to look back on our life and we're going to say, man, I remember when verses was just on the internet and it was just a thing that happened from the pandemic. We watched on our phones. We watched the Gucci and the Jeezy, you know, um, verses live. We was able to see, you know, Erica Badu and Jill Scott. We was able to see those type of verses. We were able to see them to kind of give us those moments throughout their you know the the pandemic and and throughout versus you know short-lived history and as far as on the Instagram platform you know I had said earlier in, in some of my podcasts when it was going on I was like man they have to figure out a way how to package this up and being able to expand on it because at the time you were having certain artists they couldn't get their music right they couldn't get the they couldn't, couldn't feed the music through the Instagram they were being kind of extra like with Telly Riley and you know you have you had you know a situation where you had Luda and you had Nelly you know battling each other and Nelly internet connection was just bad he was having a weather storm issues and it was just a lot of different things that was out of their control at the time where I was like man they got to go ahead and package this up somehow because they got so many eyeballs on here so many people are actually watching this and so what they did they they packaged it up and then they went to Apple they probably had some type of license deal with Apple and they they got sponsorship they got Apple and they got Ciroc was dropping their tag on there so they had an opportunity to grow this and and get it on a bigger platform and then when the platform decided I'm saying when they decided to run out their, their their licensing deal they probably had 10 episodes or whatever the case may be and they had different artists to come on and to help help expand the business help expand this idea that they had and it was just growing it was just a monster you know it got legs and it just grew everybody was looking forward to these different matchups and things and so when the licensing deal was up they decided hey we're going to take it over to another another platform and see what they'll give us and so i don't know why apple you know they're probably the big ship they're kind of hard they don't quite move as fast as some of these smaller companies they're more nimble they can make decisions you don't have to go through all this red tape to make things happen and plus you're bringing over artists as well and giving them portions of the company as well so they're getting they get equity in the company so now we're being now that they're a part of this ipo so we as we as the the black community we're not really like i said earlier we haven't been really a part of these ipos where a lot of these companies that we get on their platforms and we blow up their platform and they go ipo and they get all this money they become instant billionaires overnight whereas we are on the other side of it just getting sold ads so now he's he um timbaland and swiss They actually are bringing those artists with them and just saying a thank you to them for being on that platform with them at the time and believing in their vision and believing in what they had because they started this off with just them two battling each other. I'm pretty sure it probably started off somewhere else, but when we first saw it, we saw them two on the internet battling each other and just going record for record and it kind of just expanded from there. And to see it go from that creation to where it's been now to being sold a trailer and it's not even having been, I don't think it has been a full year yet. And now you're able to go and sell this idea that you had to the people they 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 gave you proof of concept and then all of a sudden you sell it to a company. Like I said, it has been under undisclosed amount how much they sold it for. But I'm pretty sure it was a nice bag for them to be able to go sell an idea and drop it off on Triller like that. And for them to have equity stake in that, like a lot of these other companies wouldn't give you wouldn't given you equity stake in those companies and being able to get on those boards and being able to be you know shareholders. This is what I'm talking about. We have to be a part of you know we have to be a part of the, the industry that's making so much money off of our creativity and. Now we have somebody in place to kind of navigate and kind of help us to make money in this industry i'm pretty sure they're going to be on the triller platform they've already kind of expanded on the triller platforms for like putting all those fights they had an amazing fight where we, we have mike tyson and roy jones to fight and we have snoop dogg on the corner he's doing the ringside. you know so they, they've already given us something different when it comes to that aspect and boxing and things like that so this is just going to add to the field to the fire so they bring over those eyeballs onto their platform and then at some point that platform is going to go IPO and those guys going to get a big bag then so shout out to them for being innovators and creating something out of nothing and then being able to sell an idea and that's what it's all about you we, we need to recreate things and we sell them and no way we should be calling them sellouts or anything like that because these other races they create things they build them up and then they go off and they go get acquired by these larger companies and they become millionaires and they become billionaires overnight so why not, why can't we be a part of that? Why can't we create something, build it up, get the eyeballs on it and get acquired by a big company, get the bag and then take that money and go in front something else in the community and build something else. Because one thing about being a creator, you always can create something different. You can create something new. You know, Some of these people who are in those suits in those offices, they're not creators. So they rely on people like us to create things so if you create it once you can create it again and if you create it again you can do it again over and over again so why not be able to just you're just selling an idea you sell it you you created a concept it worked out you got a social proof and now you've been able to sell that to somebody else because it's now tangible people want to buy into it yes they buy into it and then they get it going and then if you walk away and it doesn't live then it goes down you've already made your money so what do you care If you want to create it, you can go out and create something different. You can create it again. You can call it something else. But, you know, as long as you've been able to create it and get your money and been able to funnel that money back into the community, that's what it's all about. I'm pretty sure those other artists woke up this morning or whenever they heard the news and they were pretty excited about, you know, they sold the company and they were able to be have equity into this new you no know, platform that's eventually going to go ipo so you know i want to say shout out to Timberland and and, and swiss beats for you know creating uh, having a great idea putting in motion, giving us something great, giving us that 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 epic, you know, Gucci and Jeezy. You know, we never thought we were gonna see that. Everybody was glued to it, it was over a million eyeballs, and that was just on Instagram, so I can imagine what it was on, you know, the other platform, Apple TV, you know, but, you know, just giving us that classic moment. You know, we'll always remember where them, boy, where them boys was at in the same room on Versus. You know, so shout out to Swiss Beats. I'm pretty sure they're going to have some more, you know, battles coming up. We're going to get back in tune to them. You know, we've it becomes like a big watch party. The, the Gucci vs. Jesus was like a watch party. You see in some places where they have, you know, 20, 30 people in a the room. They're all watching it together. You know, everybody's going crazy online. So they, they got something on their hands. I, I was praying and I was hoping that they, you know, they were able to level it up, which they did. And they leveled it up to a level and a height that, you know, I didn't even think about. No, I didn't think about you know they were gonna be able to get it and sell it to you know to Apple and license it off to them and then take it from Apple and move it over to Triller and then get equity into the company. That's one of the major things that you know everybody's you know reaching for. They want to be a part of the boards. They want to have equity into your company. It's not more, more or less just about you know giving us some upfront upfront money, taking our ideas, and then when it and then kicking us out. You know we're going to be a part of those we're going to be a part of those board meetings and having decision making so we'll be able to say yes or no when things um that are, are going to come out you know, so shout out to them keep doing your thing much love to them with that i'm going to go ahead and wrap the podcast up like i always say man it's collaboration over competition continue to be great be inspired use those stimmy checks for something positive create a business a side hustle because it's not all about working for one job for the rest of your life and then retiring and living 13 years in retirement it's about having multiple incomes that's how you survive that's how you get ahead you know and that's how you be able to become financially free so keep grinding keep hustling and i'll see you in the next podcast this is your boy frank nitty i'm out i really hope you guys enjoyed this episode if you'd like to grab some merch canvas prints for your home or office or see the full link video from this episode please visit dovision.com Follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and the Twitter at DoVisionSF. Also, send me an email of someone you'd like to hear on the podcast at DoVisionSF at gmail.com. Also, please join the DoVision Club at Patreon.com forward slash DoVision for early access to the content and some of the behind the scenes look of some of the episodes that I create. While you're listening, don't forget to hit, hit the subscribe button and comment on the podcast as well as my YouTube channel and turn on those post notifications so that you'll be notified each and every time I drop a new episode. Thanks for listening, and remember, collaboration over competition. Until next time, this your boy Frank Nitty, and I'm out.